entrepreneurs so on born that brew. You are now listening to the Entrepreneur Podcast with your host, Adam McChesney. Let's grow. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Adam McChesney, and I want to thank you for being here today. Today, we're not live from Half Coast Studios, but here from my home. But thank you to Half Coast for everything that they do in the production of the Entrepreneur Podcast and for sponsoring the show. If you are looking to start your current podcast or take your one to the next level, then you need to come check out these guys. Contact them today for a free consultation. And if you're listening, please be sure to subscribe to the show and leave us a five-star review on both Apple and Spotify. We would love for you to share this incredible content on social media by tagging both me and our guests, so that way we can get this content out to more people. Today, we have another great episode lined up for you. I'm extremely excited about this one, and when I talk about that, I'm not kidding. This guy and I met earlier this year uh, through Winrate Consulting in the Champion Circle, and the impact that he has had on my life, both personally and professionally, is absolutely incredible. Extremely thankful for this person. I'm lucky enough to call him my business coach, but also a friend. He's hands down one of the most intelligent and I've ever met. And every time I talk to him, I learn something new. So I know you guys are going to get value from this episode. You're going to want to pay attention, take some notes. When this guy talks, I listen. My guest today is Josh Meunier. He is an investor, entrepreneur, author, and Forbes contributor. He is a coach at Winrate Consulting, owner designer at Free Space Studio, and the podcast host at The Uncommon Element. Josh, welcome to the show. Thank you, my man. It's great to be here, Adam. And I'm, I'm excited to, to dig into this a little bit with you. This is going to be fun. It's going to be fun, man. Yeah, I know you have a great story. I know you have a lot of value to provide. And I know you're going to do that on this episode. For our, So for our guests, whether you're listening for the first time or this is the 10th episode you've listened to or you're listening to from the beginning, we like to bring on our guests and compare their journeys to that of the beer brewing process, thus the name Entrebrewer. So Josh, the first thing that we like to get into is comparing the history behind the entrepreneur to that of the beer. So talking about obviously every beer has a reason behind why they're being brewed. Give us a little bit on who you are, kind of start where you're at right now and work your way backwards if that works. Uh, sure. Um, you know, I live a very prosperous and, and fulfilled life now uh, where I have a lot of freedom, both financially and, you know, within what I want to do. Like you listed out, doing a lot of things all at the same time and being able to, to accomplish and be successful at those all at the same time are very difficult and, and takes a lot of time management, grit, effort and uh and work ethic honestly behind it so uh a lot of that was built from a very young age for me you know i had parents that showed me great amounts of work ethic and i you know i credit them for that that's that's been an epic tool in my tool belt that i never really knew existed or could really account for until i really started searching back into my own brain of really five inflection points in my life that took me on a journey and a path to where I am today and finding my true purpose and passion in really helping scale and systemize businesses, you know, to create the life of fulfillment and freedom for the entrepreneur. And it's a lot of fun. So it's been a very interesting journey. <laughs> That's awesome. And so you talk about 
like when things may have shifted, but were instilled in you from a very young age, was there a particular point like in your entrepreneurial journey? Cause I know we've talked about this in the past where you're just like, Hey, I really started to, to look at things differently. I started to kind of find that purpose and things like that. Was there anything specific that kind of switched in your life that, that kind of transitioned that point, if that makes sense? Yeah. Getting around the right people. I mean, if you haven't heard it, you'll, you'll keep hearing it from me. That's a huge reason why I am where I am today is getting around like-minded entrepreneurs that I could connect with that had gone through similar experiences that I had already had. Um, but also forming that type of brotherhood with people that I, I believe will be friends for the rest of my life, you know, and that, that really became an important aspect and uh, taught me a really valuable lesson of the relationships that you have, the quality of relationships that you have in your life determine really the quality of your life. They do. Yeah. That that's huge. And, And I think that's one thing that whether it's investing into a mastermind or it's investing into a business coach, I would love to hear your thoughts on this. I think a lot of people, it doesn't matter where they're at in business, whether they're just getting started, they've been doing it for a couple of years, or they're a veteran of entrepreneurship. Some people struggle with admitting that they they don't have all the answers and they their ego gets in the way. So what advice do you have to someone that hasn't invested in themselves to actually become a better version of who they are? Uh, I think it boils down to your own self-awareness, really being able to understand the results that you're getting, the impact you're having on others around you and your moods, your motivation, your drive, all those things that come into play in self-awareness. Okay. Uh, You know, but really how is it affecting the relationships that you have in your life? And I think, I've seen it in most entrepreneurs where they get into it. It's their baby. They have a really hard time letting go of control. And that is an ego thing because you want to protect things. Um, But if you remember why you started a business in the first place, you probably started it to create freedom for yourself, but you never ended up doing it because you won't let go of control and get out of your own fucking way. (laughs) Yeah. Sounds familiar. (laughs) I've been there there, as I think we all have, but no, I I, have too. Yeah. I I I definitely agree with that and appreciate your insight there. I think the ego aspect, the self-awareness aspect, like those are things that we have to to continuously audit ourselves and see where we're at and see the progress we've made, but continue to kind of pivot and things like that. So definitely agree there. The next thing that we like to get into here on the Entrepreneur Podcast is talk about like key ingredients. So obviously great beer has great ingredients on the entrepreneurial side and through your journey. What are three things that have made you successful? Grit, adaptability, and hard work, man. I will say that till I'm dead. You got to love those three. You want, you want to be, you want to be an entrepreneur. I will tell you, you know, from being a, a business owner myself that has already exited, successfully exited a company, I would have never gotten there had I not been able to grit my way out of whatever physical pain I had during that time, mental and mental pain that I had during that time, you know, and just physical exhaustion, right? But you got, you got to be aware that 
that's coming no matter what it's coming in your entrepreneurial career, especially early on when you're trying to get a good foundation built without those three elements, you're going to be in that 90% that fail. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. And to second that question, I know we've talked about this before because we both had been in corporate America and we talk about, you know, corporate America, a lot of times on the sales side, especially they hire athletes. And a lot of us entrepreneurs have been athletes at one point. So I would love to, because I know we both played college, college athletics. I would love to get your insight on what you think being a college athlete and you at the, at the level you were at, like, what do you think that that has uh, helped out in transition and, and maybe some of the things that you learned from, from your career, how it's translated into, to the real world and entrepreneurship? Uh, yeah. Well, I, I appreciate that. You know, that's, I think having athletics in your background, uh, show you adversity, teach you how to lose and come back. I mean, I've said this before, you know, I've won six championships in my career and I've played in 18. So, you know, that's, that's a lot of championships to lose. (laughs) Right. And a lot of, a lot of seasons to play in, you know, to, to have that type of loss and be able to rebound and get back from it. Right. You know, that's what athletics teaches us is like, get back on the horse. Right. And you may, and it's the same in entrepreneurship. Like you may get into these like elements or times where it just feels like you're losing all the time. And then all of a sudden you start making transitions and doing things that you've identified aren't working for you. And you make those small, subtle changes, which then gets you down the line up to the championship that you're looking to win. Doesn't happen overnight. And people want this immediate gratification, but it doesn't. I mean, it could take you a decade to get there, and, but, the, but are you willing to pursue it? And are you willing to actually pursue that competitive fire and relent, relentlessness within you to overcome whatever adversity is going to throw at you? Absolutely. Couldn't agree with you more. And that, that really translates in our next point, talking about that overnight success and a lot of people would love to have that overnight success or overnight fame, what have you. So in this aspect, we talk about the brewing process, obviously great beer doesn't happen overnight, nor does entrepreneurship. So talk to us about some of the ups and downs of your journey and and some key points that have kind of benchmarked where you're at today. Uh, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I've had two near death experiences in my life. Those would, those two really, scared the shit out of me in a lot of ways. And I don't talk about it a lot with people because I, what I did was I compartmentalized it a lot and it turned into something that became completely out of control. So what I mean by that is I started like getting really depressed. I was worried that I was going to die, especially when I almost died when I was 26 and ended up in the hospital for 10 days. And uh, I was, I had anxiety. I was depressed. I was drinking. I was using drugs. I was also under an incredible amount of pressure working for really the top three tech company in the world at the time and running, you know, small to medium sized business for them in what we called emerging markets. And, uh, I knew if I didn't do something about it, I was either going to drink myself to death or commit suicide. And I decided to leave and go travel 
And I, I actually sold all of my shit except for my Jeep, which I stored in my parents' garage and, uh, and left. And I left for 11 months. I went vagabonding, um, lived on, got stranded on a remote Island for three months. Well, two and a half really, uh, without a wallet. So mm. ticked off a bunch of stuff on my bucket list, like dove the great barrier reef, uh, hiked Everest space camp, did those things. That was, uh, Everest space camp was an inflection point for me specifically on mental barriers, um, and, and controlling my subconscious mind in an athletic way where I could first time in my life where I can remember that I told my brain that my legs were not tired and my legs reacted. Like I was dead exhausted. I was climbing up this peak called Kalpatar and about halfway up it's three 30 in the morning. We're trying to get there to watch sunrise over Everest. And I wanted to quit so bad. It was <laughs> one of the toughest physical tasks I've ever done in my life. But I go back to that and I go, that was a mental, that was an inflection point for me too, where I figured out that if I just told my body what to do, I could push back, push past anything. And that, you know, 16 hour hike in one day at that altitude, like you better be ready. So, oh, yeah. so I, that, that's helped me in business a lot, uh, to, you know, kind of bring it all, all to fruition is I would have never started my entrepreneurial journey had I not gone and traveled and really exercised something that I felt like I needed to get out of my system because I thought I was going to die and I wasn't going to be fulfilled unless I figured out what was out, what was out there in the rest of the world where I had zero safety net. I didn't have any, really anything that, uh, that could protect me in foreign countries that don't really love America. So, uh, that was certainly a test, but yeah, I can imagine. Wow. That's, uh, I appreciate you sharing that story. I think there's uh, a lot of, of things, obviously, that you learn that you experienced, obviously, as well, that that made you into who the entrepreneur you were today. So talking about that journey, I think, gives us a lot of insight. What are some of the kind of the peaks in entrepreneurship that you've seen so, thus far and kind of what led you to those peaks? Like what made you successful in that in that regard? Sure. Uh, peaks in entrepreneurship. I would say the first time I figured out that the purpose of me starting a business wasn't for me, it was for helping my employees accomplish their own dreams. Like the, I'll never forget it. First time we, cause I set goals with all of my employees and would do 90 day reviews with them. And one of my employees had a 10 year goal to buy a house. And he did it in 18 months just by utilizing like what I had taught him to how to, how do you set up your finances? Like, how are you saving? Like, what are you looking at? And being able to really impact people's lives and not just like the lives of them. You got to understand if as an entrepreneur, you're, you impact all of the families of them. So, you know, that's, that's touching potentially thousands of people. Oh Yeah. That so, was a major, major peak for me. Major peak. Yeah, no, I, I believe that. And you and I have worked through that this year in those 90 day reviews and connecting with your employees on a different level than just business. 
because that only plays just a small factor in turn in terms of why they're working for you and why they're right. a part of your mission. So if you're listening to this and you're an entrepreneur and you're not having 90 day reviews and goal setting with your team, I can tell you firsthand, not only does it change the game, but it gives you more purpose as an entrepreneur because everything that we go out and do now, we truly understand why someone is so dedicated to getting a bonus or hitting their next goal because the impact that that has go far, goes far behind the the money that they're going to be getting from it. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, and oftentimes you see entrepreneurs sacrificing their own paychecks to pay their own people, right? You know, I don't do better in business. That's all I'm going to tell you. Raise your prices. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, but but at the end of the day, you know, you nailed, nailed it is there is a transition in entrepreneurship where you go from like this solo entrepreneur to having to lead people. And it's scary. It's scary for a lot of people <laughs> because you're responsible for somebody else. Like, and if you've never had a kid like me, I've never had, a, I've never had kids. Right. So, so that became my family that was like, okay, now like these are people that I get to help. Okay. How do I, how do I help you? How do I serve you in and become a better leader for you because that is your transition. The better leader you become, the better, like the better your business becomes. And if you can't lead yourself, guess what? You can't lead other people. Yeah, no, couldn't agree. Couldn't agree more there. And I think, I think it's such a key point talking about leadership, talking about leading yourself. And, and once you can do that, then you can effectively lead other people. So I love that aspect. The next thing I want to get into is their fermentation and conditioning process. So this is the part of the beer where we taste the beer, kind of see what it tastes like and figure out what needs to be changed in order to get just a little bit better. So what is the biggest lesson that you've learned that you would share with an entrepreneur looking to save years worth of mistakes? And I, I was like, we're tasting stuff. I hope I'm not sweating. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, if you're an entrepreneur, the, the sooner you can get into and around other like-minded entrepreneurs, mentors, that, that's the best thing that I've always had really throughout my entire life is I've had a board of directors in my life that have helped me in different aspects and elements of my life. Just like if you were an athlete and you had a coach, right? That's like, they're get, getting you years of experience. Like if I go coach, you know, younger teams, right? I, and I was a coach for 10 years actually a CrossFit coach for 10 years and you know, you're 10, 20, 30 years ahead sometimes of these kids that you're working with. Right. Well, go out and find the people that are 30 years out of business, <laughs> right? Like yeah. or 20 years out of business or where you want to be. Right. And if that's, if that's your goal, but I would tell you, you, you not just in business, you need to have those people in the other elements of your life, like your fitness, your faith, right? Your personal finances, you know, we're not all rocket scientists and guess what? We don't know it all. We just don't. But the quicker that you get around people that can show you kind of those ins and outs, the faster you're going to go. And I think, I mean, I, I watched your results, man, you've invested in yourself. I mean, you're, you're taking off like a rocket ship. It's like, it's awesome. It's awesome and fun to watch. Right. But you got yourself around the right people. Just like I did. I, I had to invest in myself first to make sure that I got those people around me. Yeah, no, it's a, it's been 
the biggest differentiator between myself and I look at, you know, other people that want to accomplish certain things and they've been in business at the same time, they just haven't taken the action. And that all comes down to investing in yourself, which is one mm-hmm. thing, but actually learning and figuring out what it is that needs to be done and then actually taking action on it. Cause a lot of people get access to the information. They go to the events, they hire the coach and then they don't actually take action. That's another problem. Yeah. Yeah. And the accountability thing is, is a big thing, right? But you have to be accountable to yourself. Really what you're doing by getting mentors around you is getting the ideas and go apply them. Like, don't be that, don't be that person that buys a book and then it collects dust on your, on your cabinet for two years. All of a sudden you pick it up and go, shit, I wish I read this two years ago because that would have solved my problem. Right. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Happens, happens all the time. Yeah. So wrapping things up here uh, in the Entrepreneur Podcast, we talk about distribution. So taking beer to the market and selling it. So I know you have a lot of different amazing things going on. Would love to hear more about what whole, what is holding uh, in the future for you and kind of what's next down the pipeline. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll be buying as much real estate as I can coming up, um, you know, once the market corrects. Yep. Uh, you know, I say this a lot to people is wrap your head around your numbers, wrap it like, and I know that's scary for a lot of people, but wrap your head around your numbers. And where I'm going is I'm trying to make an impact and help people out there understand that, you know, what, what do your numbers look like in your business? What does, you know, what do those numbers actually mean? So you can manage your business through it. Right. Um, and then continuing to, to work with WinRate and, and grow that brand as much as we can, because I, I really believe in our mission and, and that team. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And I think that there are a lot of new things that, you know, we're all sitting there masterminding um, that people don't know about, but will be coming in the future. And it's, it's exciting, man. It's really exciting to be a part of that because that's a lot of high players with a lot of great ideas. And, you know, when you get people, when you, again, when you get the right people in the right seats in the room around you that, that share that like-minded mentality, you are going to go far pretty fast. Oh yeah. No, that's awesome. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And I'm really excited to, to see the next evolution and continue to, you know, obviously being connected to you and, and following your journey. So Josh, any last pieces of advice that we didn't talk about today, anything that you would like to, to leave with the audience before we head out today? Choose wisely. My message to you is choose wisely. You know, I've made some, I've made a lot of mistakes in my entrepreneurial career of choosing the wrong people to be around up front, uh, which led me to the lessons that better help me, you know, serve other people. And honestly, when you're evaluating who's in your circle, choose wisely because it's not always the people that are going to tell you what you want to hear. And there are people that you can have in your life like that, but it's the people that tell you what you need to hear. So you have feedback loops to get better. And if you ain't in that growth mindset, I highly doubt you're listening to this anyways. (laughs) So, so choose your partners, choose the people, your friends, choose, you know, your marriage, choose all of that wisely. Oh, I love that. That's a great way to end this episode, Josh. I really appreciate you coming on here today, man. Where can people find out more about you, whether it's a website, combination of that plus social links? Yeah, for sure. Um, 
you can always hit me up on Instagram at Josh Minier official. Uh, I'm very active on that. Uh, if you want to know more about the podcast, it's the uncommon element podcast. Uh, you know, that's, that's where most of my stuff is going right now. Cause I'm launching a clothing brand around that too. Um, if you're interested in design work, um, I do only take on a specific clients. So free space studio, you can hit me up there. That's uh, freespacestudio.com, uh, the uncommon or uncommon element.com and Facebook, LinkedIn. You can find me on all sorts of, on such a t- sorts of channels. So <laughs> awesome. We'll we have go. all that in the show notes for the audience. Josh, thanks for coming on today, man. It was a great episode. I appreciate you. Absolutely. You too, Adam. Thanks for having me. Thanks, man. And I want to thank you again to the audience for tuning into today's podcast. Please be sure to subscribe, download, and share our content. Leaving a five-star review goes a long way. And thank you again to Half Coast Studios. If you're here in St. Louis and looking to start your podcast or take your current one to the next level, definitely come check out what they have going on. We'll see you all next week. And remember, entrepreneurs aren't born, they are brewed. I'm an Thank you for listening to Entrepreneur Podcast with your host, Adam McChesney.